the service off, um, lean on the everlasting arms, uh, KG. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leading on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leading on the everlasting arms. from all alarms leading I'm leading leading on the everlasting arms oh how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way leaning on the everlasting arms oh how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arms. I'm leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. I'm leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Leaning on the everlasting arms. I'm leaning, leaning, safe and secure. From all along, yes, I'm leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Yes, I'm leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all along. Yes, There's a land that is fairer than day And by faith we can see it afar For the Father waits over the way To prepare us a dwelling place there In the sweet by and by shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore we shall sing on that beautiful shore the melodious songs of the blessed and our spirit shall sorrow no more 
What a sign for the blessing of rest When the sweet by and by We shall meet on that beautiful shore In the sweet by and by We shall meet on that beautiful shore to our bountiful Father above. We will offer our tribute of praise for the glorious gift of His love and the blessings that hallow our days. When the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore When the sweet by and by We shall meet on that beautiful shore When the sweet by and by We shall meet on that beautiful shore when the sweet by and by We shall meet on that beautiful shore Amen. Victory in Jesus. Thank you. Let's start with the chorus here. Savior came from glory, how we gave His life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about His glory, of His precious blood atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. My Savior forever He sought me and bought me With His redeeming blood He loved me ere I knew Him And all my love is due He plunged me to victory I heard about His healing, of His cleansing power revealing, how we made the lame to walk again, and cause the blind to see. And then I cried to you, Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit, and somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming. 
loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is to him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion he has built streets of gold beyond the crystal sea about the angels singing and the old redemption story and some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory oh yes victory in Jesus my Savior forever He sought me And He bought me With His redeeming blood Oh, He loved me ere I knew Him And all my love is to Him He plunged me to victory Beneath the cleansing flood I heard about a mansion He has built for me in glory And I heard about the streets of gold Beyond the crystal sea About the angels singing And the old redemption story And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and He bought me with His redeeming love. He loved me ere I knew Him. And all my love is to Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Amen. Amen. We have several prayer requests tonight. Um, I know there's a lot of people from Winter Retreat that came back, including Brother Barry. They're not feeling well anyways. They're home, home sick right now, streaming, and I pray the Lord just uh, heal their bodies. And also we have uh, Brother Tom and Kim Ward. They're also flying back from Arizona. Brother Pete's not here tonight. He's going and picking them up. We just want to pray that they have safe travels coming home. And also have a note here for the, the Pew family. Um, just uh, want to remember to touch their bodies as well and as they're streaming here tonight. Anyways, I also want to ask uh, Jeremiah if you come up and just take these knees to the Lord and can you come up. And also if you could pray that over Tyson Lovings as well. Let's just pray. Dear Lord, we just come to you again on another Wednesday night, Lord. We're all coming out from the world, Lord. And you know the needs and desires of all your people, Lord. There may not have been been a request up here, but Father, we, from rubbing with the shoulders with the world, you know we all have a need and a desire tonight, whether it to be strengthened into the service, Lord, or if it's a spiritual need, or if it's just something natural, like we're not feeling well. Father, we're unworthy to ask, Lord. But we know that by your blood you made us worthy. And we come into the service. Just thank you for that one once again, Lord. 
We pray that you bless all those that are sick, all the needs that were mentioned, Lord. Bless this highs and offerings for those who can give and those who don't have to give. Just keep us in your will and way through the service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just could come out at this time. Let's uh, let's sing that song. Um, Key of F, we find us life. Purify my heart. Let me be as gold and precious silver. Purify my heart, let me be as gold, pure gold, refiner's fire, my heart's one desire is to be Set apart for you, Lord, I choose to be holy. Set apart for you, my master, ready to do. I don't know the words too well. If you're in the battle for the Lord and right, keep on the firing line. And if you win, my brother, surely you must fight. We'll keep on the firing line. There are many dangers that we all must face. If we die fighting, there is no disgrace. A coward in service, he will find no place. So keep on the firing line. Oh, you must fight. Be brave against all evil. Never run, nor even lag behind. If you would win for God and the righteous, keep on the firing line. Oh, God will only use a soldier he can trust. Oh, keep on the firing line. If you wear a crown, then then you must, you must. Oh, keep on the firing line. 
Life is but a labor for the master deep I hope to banish evil and to spread good cheap Great you'll be rewarded for your service here So keep on the firing line Oh, you must fight Be brave against all evil Never run or even lag behind If you would win for God and the right Just keep on the firing line Oh, when we get to heaven, brother, we'll be glad So keep on the firing line I will praise the Savior for the call we had So keep on the firing line When we see the souls that we have helped to win Leading them to Jesus from the paths of sin with a shout of welcome we will all march in So keep on the firing line Oh you must fight Be brave against all evil Never run or even lie behind If you would win for God and the right Just keep on the firing line Oh, when we get to heaven, brother, we'll be glad So keep on the firing line I will praise the Savior for the call we had So keep on the firing line When we see the souls that we have helped to win Leading them to Jesus from the paths of sin with the shell of welcome we will all march in So keep on the firing line Oh, you must fight Be brave against all evil Never run or even lag behind Oh, if you would win for God and the right Just keep on the firing line Oh, you must fight be brave against all evil Never run or even lag behind If you would win for God and the right Just keep on the firing line Amen. Amen. As Brother John would come up here, let's sing one more song, uh, same key. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome. Holy Spirit Help me, Dad. <laughs> Come in this place Holy Spirit Thou art well Come in this place Omnipotent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou 
Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place, omnipotent Father of mercy and grace. Thou art welcome in this place. Amen. God bless you. How many of you are enjoying these first Wednesday night youth-led worship services? Amen. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of our youth are uh, sick after this wonderful uh, set of meetings up in Michigan, the winter youth retreat that just went on, as well as our pastor, Brother Barry, sends you his greetings, but he has contracted uh, influenza A, and uh, it's common in adults. It's also probably the most dangerous for adults, and especially just getting over pneumonia, he really needs our prayers, so he couldn't be here tonight. We're so delighted to have Brother uh, uh, Tim Ashong with us, and he's going to be coming out here in a few minutes, and um, he is actually leaving on the 11th. He's a, he's a very well-traveled minister. He's going up flying to New York, and he's going to be spending a week in Connecticut doing some ministering up there, and then on the 18th going over to Ghana, West Africa, to spend some time in Africa. So we love our brother so much. And so we just want to uh, welcome you to the service. I would like to say there are a lot of youth here who are very musical. And I want to encourage you to contact Brother Joe Cockman, who is um, sort of, he's sick tonight, but helps to coordinate these youth-led services. I enjoy playing the violin, but there are three youth, at least, that are better than I am. And uh, I'd like to see them up here. And if, if you uh, feel like you need some training or mentorship, we have some great instructors and teachers um, right here that are on the platform a lot. So I want to encourage you youth to, um, to kind of step up a little bit and join in these youth-led worship services. Amen? Let's sing Only Believe as Brother Tim comes to minister tonight. See? Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible only
word of prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful. And we thank you, Father, for the grace of God that has brought us this far. Even this first Wednesday in the year 2024, how we thank you for grace that saw us through the past year and for all the battles that you fought for us. We are so grateful for the provisions you made for us, all that you did, the answers to our prayers. Father, we thank you. Our Father and our God, we are committing ourselves, we are committing the week, we are committing the month, and we are committing the year into your hands. For thou knoweth all things. And Lord, you already know all that will be and all that will transpire. So we commit ourselves into your hands for divine guidance and divine leadership. That you will lead us in the path of righteousness for thy name's sake. And that Lord, your purpose and your will will be accomplished in our lives. Lord, that will serve you better, Lord, than the past year. Oh, Father, we pray that you hear our prayers, you answer our prayers, you meet our needs, Lord, and every challenge, Lord, that is before us. We pray for strength and grace to go through and stand for you. When all is over, Lord, we can look back and we say praise be to our God, for the Lord has done it again. Lord, we pray for the pastor. Lord, we ask you that you touch him, Lord. And Lord, minister strength unto him. You are the Lord that healeth all our diseases. And as many of the brethren that are down, Lord, we pray for them. May you touch them. May you minister to the rebuke the hand of the adversary and put strength in their members, Lord. Father, be with us. We ask for more of your grace. And we ask for a closer walk with you. May you bless our fellowship in this evening and minister unto every need that is represented here and those that will be streaming. Lord, minister unto thy children far and near. May you step us aside and let it be you to will and to do. We love you, Father, and we thank you for every member of the body of Christ. May we, O oh Lord, fulfill your purpose and serve your purpose while we have been placed in the body of Christ. Grant it, Heavenly Father, in the most holy name and most precious name of our lovely Redeemer, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God bless you. And we welcome every one of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And also say Happy New Year to every one of us. We thank God for mercies upon us. It is the grace of God that has brought us this far. And we know the grace of God will see us through. So may the Lord help us and each and every one of us stay focused, keep our eyes on our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us read from the book of Genesis, chapter 30, and then we also read from the book of Numbers. Just some few lines from Genesis 30. Let's read from verse 37. And Jacob took him rods of green poplar, 
and of the hazel and chestnut trees and piled white streaks in them and made the white appear which was in the rods. And he set the rods which he had piled before the flocks in the gutters in the watering troughs when the floods came to drink. That they should conceive when they came to drink. And the floods conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle ring strict and speckled and spotted. And Jacob did separate the lambs and set the faces of the flocks toward the ring strict and all the brown in the flocks of Liban. And he put his own flocks by themselves and put them not unto Liban's cattle. And it came to pass, whensoever the strong cattle did conceive that Jacob laid the rods before their eyes of the cattle, before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters, that they might conceive among the rods. Amen. Let's read again from book of Numbers. We'll read Numbers chapter 14. Verse from Numbers chapter Numbers chapter 13. Yes, <coughs> lines from Numbers chapter 13. <coughs> Numbers 13. Let's read from verse 28. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled, and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Etites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell in the sea, by the sea, and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the man that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had gone, they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we had gone to search it is a land that eateth of the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it were men of great stature. And there we saw the giants the sons of Anak, which come out of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers 
And so we were in their sight. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Shall we please be seated as I read one more from the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah 45, verse 22. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. Amen. He said, I am God, and there is none else. And so he directs us to look unto him. So this evening, just to encourage ourselves, we want to speak on, keep your eyes on the promise. Keep your eyes on the promise. You know, there is something about what you look at. The prophet said, the eye is a gateway to the soul. So there is something about what you look at. And what you look at can affect you positively or negatively. As we read the scripture, we saw what caused the fall or the trouble that we are in it today. Since then, it's because of what Eve looked at. The Bible says you look at the tree. And she saw it was a tree to be desired to make one wise. So what she looked at affected her. So, know what you look at. In the book of Genesis that we read, chapter 30, there was something that Jacob did with the sheep and the cattle of Laban. And the Bible said he fixed some sticks, some wood, some poplar, some rods here and there. And he made the animals, the strong ones. When they come to conceive, they conceive right looking at those rocks. When they look at them, they give birth to that color. So what you look at affects you. So they look at those tricks. I mean, trees or sticks that he put together. And he fixed it in a way that when they come to drink water, and they will, they will conceive right there. And through what they are looking at, penetrate through them. So, there is something about what you look at. If there is nothing about it, we will not be seeing so much and so many adverts. Everything, adverts here and there, all around. And a lot of money, thousands of dollars. A lot is put in it to advertise. And when things are advertised, people look at that. Sometimes you are not even ready to buy. You've not prepared to buy anything. But just looking at some of those things, you are attracted. So there is something about what we look at. And so in this hour that we are in, Jehovah God said, look unto me. 
Now God, he's saying, he said, look unto me, all ye ends of the earth, for I am God. So Jehovah God is directing in this hour of so many side attractions. As the prophet of God said, there are so many voices on the land. And each and every one is calling for attention. So there are many, 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 many things all around us to distract our attention. Especially in this hour that we are living in. But our great Jehovah God, knowing all these challenges around, he said, look unto me. Whatever be our needs, whatever be our challenges, we are directed to look unto our God. He said, I am God. And there is none like me. None other. And the prophet said, I wonder in a time that we are living in now, what could we look to that will be more solid than God? What could we look to that would be more solid than God. And God is the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. And the word was made fresh. So we are asked to look to the word of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So look to the word of God for today, for your answer. The Bible has the answer for this day, and it has had the answer for other days that is gone by. So, we are being called to look to God. The Bible has the answer because the Bible is the revelation of Jesus Christ being revealed since the foundation of the word. He has been revealed in the form of prophets. He has been revealed in the form of kings and he has been revealed in the form of lawgivers. For that is what he is. He is the king, he is the prophet, he is the lawgiver. So we are being called, no matter what is around us, to look unto him. Keep your eyes on him. Your eyes on Jesus. In this troublous world that we are in today, in these times of uncertainties, in this time when I... I, I when leaders are confused, in this time when everything is falling apart, when great physicians, doctors, and whatever, and whatever, things are happening that they have no idea, God said, look unto me. Amen. Keep your eye 
Christ on Jesus. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. He is the creator. He is the all in all. He is the one that never fails. Heaven and earth will pass away. But the word of the Lord will never pass away. So we are being called to look unto him and keep our eyes on the promise. Remember, whatever you look at affects you. It has something to do with you. Sometimes you go to the shops and then, or sometimes they send these flies and things to us and then they put it in your mail and you take it and you are going through and you see something there. It's very common with our sisters. They call them, they like to buy products. Because they said they are byproducts. <laughs> they always look for product to buy. And may the Lord help us. So they advertise. They advertise. They put this there. They make that. And then, sometimes not because you need it, but just to look at it, you are attracted. Because there are things that we bought, and for years you have never even touched it. There are things in our cupboards and wardrobes, and here and there and there. Since the day you bought it and put it there, it has been there waiting. May the Lord help us. So we read about the children of Israel. And they have been in captivity. And the Lord brought them out of captivity. He sent Moses. And he spoke to him. He said, look, I've heard the cry of my people. And I've seen the affliction of my people. And the way they have been tormented and been afflicted. By the Egyptians. And I have come down to deliver the, I've heard your cry. I've seen it. That same God sees today. That same God hears the cries of his children. That same God answers prayer. That same God is the God that we are serving today. So keep your eyes on the promise. Because he promised Abraham and he told him your seed will be in a strange land for 400 years. And he said, after, I will come down and I will deliver them with a mighty hand. Hallelujah. They've been in captivity. They've been ruled by the Egyptians. They've been tormented. They've been beaten. They've gone through all these things. But God came down and he said, I remember my promise to Abraham. And I have come down. And I'm here to deliver them. So I want you to be encouraged to know that God still sees your affliction. He knows your pains. And the Bible says it's the high priest that can be touched by the feelings of our infirmities. Whatever pains, whatever difficulties, he can be touched. He knows. But remember, he also has a time for everything. And he said it's never in hurry. He has a time and he has a purpose for everything that he does. So he has a purpose for your life and for my life. Whatever happens, remember, nothing can happen to any of us unless he permits it. When the Bible says nothing, nothing means nothing. 
Because he is the door to the sheepfold. And as a door to the sheepfold, he said before anything can come in, he has to allow it. And whatever he allows to happen to us, he has a purpose for it. So don't be discouraged. Keep your eyes on the promise of God. For his promises are yea and amen. And there is no situation that can hold him back. When the time comes for him to do what he wants to do, he will do it. That's why he came down and he said, I have come down. And he met Moses and he spoke to him and he told him, this is what I want you to do. And Moses said, how can I go to Pharaoh? What can I do? And he said, I will go with you. I will go with you. Hallelujah. Moses said, who am I? He said, it's not who you are, it's who I am. I am that I am. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Israel. I am that I am. He said, I will be with you. No matter who Pharaoh is, or Pharaoh was, he was a great, I mean, Egypt was a great nation at that time. Egypt was like America today, a world conqueror. And he rules everybody. And now for a man to be sent to, and God met this old man at the age of 80 years, and God said, I'm sending you to go without nothing in his hand. He said, just a rod in his hands. Hallelujah. How great is our God. He can do anything. If only we can trust him. If we can only surrender. If only we can yield. If we can only cast down our reasons and cast down our imagination and and forget about our feelings and just take what he says. I am that I am. I will be with you. Hallelujah. Keep your eyes on that promise. And here God spoke to Moses and he said, okay, now go to Pharaoh. And Moses went because he met God. And when he met, he went, he did the job. There was, there was a challenge. He didn't just happen. Pharaoh resisted him. All the Egyptians fought against him. But God said, I will be with you. He held on to that word. And what God wants us to do today is to hold on to the word of the Lord. Cast down our own reasons. Moses said, who am I? What can I do? He said, forget about that. It's not you. It's me. You know, God told Jeremiah, when God was sending Jeremiah to the Israelites, he said, don't be afraid of them. Don't look at their faces. Take what I said. Jeremiah said, I'm a small boy. Um, he said, forget about who you are. It is who I am. Keep your eyes on the promise of God. It's not looking at yourself. Who are we? There is nothing in you. There is nothing in me. But he is the almighty God. He's the great creator. The great I am. The almighty. And he wants you to trust him. The prophet said, God wants us to believe him. Believe his word. He doesn't want you to fear. He doesn't want us to worry. He wants us to believe. He said, believe that I am he. The Bible tells us, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You must first believe that he is there. He is who he said he is. I am that I am. He is who he said he is or whom he said he is. He is the God almighty. 
He is the creator. So you just have to believe what God says about himself. And not just what God says about himself, but what God says about you. Hallelujah. Believe it. Like Gideon, he was afraid, he was scared until he met God. And when he met God, this is the way God addressed him. The angel of the Lord addressed him, said, Thou mighty man of valor, God is with you. Hallelujah. This was the man that was afraid. This was the man that was trying to hide here and there. But when God came on the scene, God addressed him. Thou mighty man of value. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. When you meet God, everything will change. Everything changes around you. Your thinking changes. Your, everything changes. And when he met God from that hour, everything changed. May God be merciful to us. That we have that same experience that things will change. That we can cast down reasons and our feelings and our thinking and just take what God said. That mighty man of value. Go in this your mind and you will deliver the people. When God gives a promise, he keeps it. Every promise in the Bible is for God's children. And God, when he gives a promise, like he gave Abraham a promise, said, look, by myself, I have sworn that in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. And remember, this Abraham, this Noah, this Moses, and all that we speak about, the Marys and the Salomes, and they were men and women of like passion as you and I. They live on this edge too. But the difference was that they took God at his word. When God spoke to Noah and told him to build the ark, it has never happened before. There has never been rain. There has never been anything like that. But God said, I will do it. And Noah held on to that. There were people that disagreed with him. People didn't believe what he was talking about. People didn't see eye to eye with him. But Noah believed what God said. Hallelujah. This is our day and this is our time. May God help us also to believe like they believe. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So Noah took what God said. He held on to that promise. He began to build the ark on a dry land. There was nothing called rain before. It has never rained before. There's nothing, nothing like that. Never, have, nothing like that has ever happened. But Noah believed God because he knew that God can do anything. And still remember today that God can do anything. Amen. Hallelujah. He's still God today. He's still the almighty. He's still more than able. Hallelujah. Noah believed it. He began to work. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says Noah moved with fear to prepare the ark for the saving of his household. He moved with fear when there was no drop of water. When he has never seen anything, there was no stormy weather or cloud, gathering of clouds and these, nothing like that. But Noah believed God that God is and God is able and God can do anything. He held on to that promise. 
He continued to build the ark. We know the story about it. For about 120 years. And people disagree with him. What you are saying, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you do it that way? If you do it this way, it will be better. How? You didn't give the promise. You didn't tell me to do the ark. You didn't tell me to build the ark. The one that told Noah to build the ark specified what materials it should use. Hallelujah. And God today has spoken to us. He has told us what we should do, how we should live as mothers and fathers and husbands and wives and parents and church and ministers and the congregation. He said a prophet to us. The prophet brought the mind of God to us. For that is what God has done throughout all ages. He said in the ages when the theologians and the teachers and everybody have gone astray, then God sends a prophet to correct the error and to bring the people back to the thus says the Lord. So when a prophet comes on the scene and speaks the word of God to us, we don't need our own opinions. We don't need our own ideas. We don't need any man's thinking. What we need is thus says the Lord. It may sound foolish and stupid to the word, but the Bible tells us that the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. Keep your eyes on that promise of God. And the Bible told us, Noah, after so many years, he built the ark, and, uh, and God told him to, to get into the ark, the animals, everybody, whatever should enter, should enter. Oh, hallelujah. God said to Noah, come to me in the ark. I mean, God was already in the ark. Come to me. Enter the ark. God was there. Hallelujah. He will never leave us alone. And he will never forsake us. So keep your eyes on this word. Keep your eyes on that promise. And keep pressing on. Keep trusting. Keep believing. For the vision is for an appointed time. And at the end, it will speak. Even though it tarries, just wait for it. Because... It will come to pass. God's word will never fail. It can never fail. Hallelujah. God will not let his word go undefeated or go defeated. No way. God can, God can never be defeated. Hallelujah. He's our champion. Undefeated champion. He can never be defeated. He is faithful. He keeps his word because he's God and he's not a man. And there is no situation that can hold him. No power can hold him. He's almighty. Hallelujah. So what are we saying, church of the living God? The God who has brought us this far. The God that took us through 2022 or 2023 or the years past is the same God that will take us through this period too. Whatever we be, he knows all about it. He knows, and he will take us through. So keep your eyes on that promise. He said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. No matter how dark it might be around you, remember he is there, because he said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. Keep your eyes on that promise. Noah entered the ark, and after he has entered the ark, there was nothing coming. But he held on to that promise because God said, that is what I will do. No matter who say it cannot be, it, it, that it cannot be to you, but not to God. 
It will not happen. That's you. That's your talking. Because God means what he says. Hallelujah. So, beloved in Christ, in this crucial hour that we are living in, in this challenging time that we are living in, we are being called to keep our eyes on the promise of God. Because God is the same with his word. The unchangeable God. Oh, hallelujah. What? Look at Abraham. He has to hold on. He held on to that promise of God. In blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. And God told him, your name is no more Abraham. Abraham shall be your name. I've made you father of nations. I have made you. Hallelujah. And he has made us what we are today. Kings and priests unto our God. He said, I give you dominion. I give you authority. I give you power against all the powers of the enemy. I give you authority. He gave it to us. Do we believe that? Do we accept that? Do you receive that? I give it to you. Like Jesus speaking to Mary and Martha at the grave of Lazarus. Or when he met Martha, met Jesus. And Jesus, Martha said to Jesus, said, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. But now that you are here, I know whatever you shall ask the Father is to be given to you. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. He said, your brother shall rise again. And Martha said, yes, I know in the resurrection he will rise. He said, no, no, I'm the resurrection. I'm here. The resurrection is here. The resurrection is standing before you. I am the resurrection. Oh, that's not what they have been taught. But now Jesus is I'm the resurrection. I am the resurrection and I, I, and I am the life. He that believed in me, though he were dead, yes, I live. He that liveth and believeth in me shall never see that. And then he said, believest thou this? If Jesus is here, he will ask you, do you also believe it? Believest thou this, that I am the resurrection? Believe what I'm saying? Believe that what I'm saying? That I am the resurrection and the life? Do you believe it? And brothers and sisters, do we also believe what he has said about us? I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, I am your healer, I am your redeemer, I am your God, I am your peace, I am your provider, I am your God, I am everything to you, I am the resurrection. Oh, hallelujah, believe it thou this. Do you also believe it? And Jesus said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Hallelujah. And if you believe, you will see the glory of God in your life. All around you, all through the journey, all at, no matter the difficulties, no matter the challenges, no matter the battle that you have to fight, you will see the glory of God. You will see the glory of God and be expecting to see more of God. Be expecting as a son of God, as a daughter of God, as a child of the king, to see more of God because whatever the supernatural God is, there are supernatural manifestations. There is more in God for you. Brother Brennan said, before the rapture, the supernatural will be common in the midst of the bride. To be common, you must know and we must expect it. 
and we must look for it. Hallelujah. Oh, for more of God, for higher ground, more of God to serve God better, to serve God, to be more loyal, to be more committed, to be more dedicated, so that we can see the glory of the living God. Because our God is not dead. Because our God is alive. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of the living God. How excellent is our God. How excellent is his name. He said to Martha, believe me thou this. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. And I, when they went to the grave of Lazarus and he spoke to them, he said, take that stone from there. Oh, Martha said, oh, it's, it's for this since he passed. I said, didn't I tell you? That if you believe, you see the glory of God. We have to fight for every inch of the ground. As a Christian soldier, as a warrior, we must fight. Because Brother Branham said God gave the promise to Israel, and they have to fight for every inch of the promise. Listen, today they are still fighting for the land. The fight in Israel is for the land. And we have to continue fighting. Until perfect realization, we become perfect realization. Until all that we have been promised, until every, every redemptive blessing materializes in our lives, until we see the fullness of God in our lives, until we see the glory of God in our lives, we cannot be sitting down and cross our legs and all think that everything will just come to us. No, you're going to fight for it. You must fight for it. We must press on the battle, holding on to the promise of God. Keep your eyes on that promise. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God in the eyes. Ah, Lord, help us. I'm determined to serve him more this year than before. I'm determined to press on, pressing on the upward way to gain new heights. Hallelujah. Let us all be determined. Let us all be encouraged. I'm going to serve him better. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to trust him more. I'm going to give all to him. I'm going to surrender more. The more I surrender, the more it takes control. Listen. He's the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Not slothfully. Not haphazardly, not dilly-dallying, not wishy-washy, but those that diligently seek him. When Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, the king came, the king, they saw the life of Daniel. They've saw, they've seen his testimony. When Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, the king said, Daniel, may your God, whom you faithfully serve, may he deliver you from the power of the lion. The God that you faithfully serve. God wants us to serve him faithfully, committedly, all utterly surrendered to him. Oh, hallelujah. The king said, hallelujah. He said, Daniel, may your God, whom you serve faithfully, may that God deliver you. And God is faithful. The king came in the morning and said, Daniel, has your God been able to deliver you? 
Then they said, King, live forever. Man, God has done it. I'm glad to say it's still the same. I'm glad to say it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, my God sent his angel and shut the mouth of the lions. I am alive. No scratch on me. I'm okay. That same God is with us. That same God is the God we are serving. It's not another God, church. It's not another God, church. Young men and young women, mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, is the same God of Daniel, the same God of Abraham, the same God of Moses, is the same God that William Branham said, is the same God we are serving today. He's still alive. He's still the same. He's still the healer. He's still the deliverer. He's still the provider. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Hold on to the promise of God. We heard about them, Abraham. God gave him a promise. He has to hold on to that promise. When all the odds were against him, when everybody thought it could never happen, his own body was dead. Sarah's womb was dead. But Abraham held on to that promise. The Bible said he continued to give praise to God. He never became weak. He was trusting the Lord. Oh, saints of God, seed of Abraham, he let your God. Let us be strong in our God. Let us trust in our God. Oh, whatever you place before him, keep trusting the Lord. Hold on to that promise as our father Abraham did. Because time means nothing to God. Distance means nothing to God. Age means nothing to our God. He's the God that changed Abraham and Sarah when they were past the age of bearing. Sarah was past the age of bearing. The Bible said they were very old. 100 years and 90 years. But what is that to God? That's why we believe in the resurrection. That's why we believe that our bodies will be changed. Because he has done it before. Hallelujah. He did it for father and mother. Father Abraham and mama Sarah. He did it for them. He changed them. Because they heard on. Brother, the Bible says that Abraham did not stagger through unbelief. Unbelief brings staggering. And the prophet of God said, your unbelief will deprive you of the blessings of God. Because unbelief can never stop God. It will only stop the unbeliever. May the Lord increase our faith to trust him. Oh, hallelujah. He changed them. They held on to that promise until even when God tested Abraham and told him, take your son who you love, go and sacrifice him for me. And they have to walk, 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 walk three days just walking. Abraham was still holding on. Because God said, out of Isaac, thy seed shall be called. He believed it. And when he went to offer him to God, then God said, now I know that you love me more than your son. In blessing, I will bless you. Because you have obeyed my voice. What are you looking at today? Are you looking at the challenges and the oppositions? Are you looking at the difficulties around you? Don't even look at yourself. Keep your eyes on him. 
If you look at yourself, you will fail. Hallelujah. Oh, God brought them out of Egypt. Brother Brown said, very beautiful picture of the full gospel church. And many of them had become discouraged, discouraged and upset because so many different isms and things had happened in the church. But that don't take away the real thing. Yes, today many things have happened around the message of the hour. This one said this. But that doesn't change the real thing. The message is true. God vindicated it. He's vindicated his prophet. It does not matter what anybody, oh, this brother in the message did that, the sister in the message. I don't care what anybody did. I'm concerned about the word of the Lord. I thank God for a prophet that was sent to, uh, to us with the message. And the prophet that lived the message, that lived Christ. And the message pointed to Christ. The message is Christ. I don't care what anybody did. That's not my business. Everybody is going to answer to God for themselves. If you say you're a believer and you are living, God will hold you responsible. Don't let anybody's behavior stumble you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. They can point you to message believer. This brother said he was a message believer. He did this. And this one said he was a message believer. He did it. What about those who are walking right? When the devil points you to somebody that is failing, point it to the one that is making it. What about this one? This also is a believer. This one is a believer. This young woman is a believer. This young man is a believer. This man is a believer. What about that one? The devil will never point you to the right thing. He will always point you to look at the wrong thing. But keep your eyes on that promise of God. Oh, hallelujah. Remember he told us, many are called, few are chosen. Keep your eyes on the promise. Oh, praise the name of the living God. There will be a bride. There is a bride and there will be a bride that will be presented to Christ as a chaste virgin with that spot, with that wrinkle. There will be a bride. Yes, and there is a bride today. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the living God. But that don't take away the real thing. God has his people. The prophet of God said, when the people went to spy the land, they came back. They said, oh, it is impossible for us to do it. Why? There are great places are world. And there are giants in the land. We nearly look like grasshoppers, grasshoppers to the side, in the sight of them. Oh, we are a failure. We can't do it. These are the people. After God has done so much for them. After God has, hey, what, what, what were they talking about? Their own clothes they were wearing was a miracle. For 40 years. 40 years wearing the same dress. 40 years. And they forgot, they didn't see that miracle. What a shame. They walked and the shoes they were wearing or whatever they were wearing did not did not wither, did not fail. There was no crack at the back. That was a miracle in their own bodies. In their clothes, their own bodies. 
And they did not look at that. They were looking at the opposition. They were looking at this one and that one. How ungrateful human beings can be. Look at ourselves. Look at yourself. What hasn't God done for us? What hasn't God done for you and done for me? Why are we being ungrateful to our God? Why are we always complaining in memory? Any small challenge that comes, oh, we are ready to give up. How we don't make God happy? Brother Bram said, even if I prayed and he doesn't answer me, I love him. Amen. Brother Brennan said, when God said no, his no is as good as his yes. Because he knows all about us. And he knows what is good for us. Oh, any promise. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Why do we always complain? Every little challenge, you'll be out of church until you are satisfied. Every little thing, you are complaining. You are crying. You are leaving home. What are we doing? Are we, uh, have we forgotten that we are in the battle? Christianity is a battle. We are everyone in battle from the pastor to the Johnny Tive. Everybody is a battle. And it has been a battle ever since. So it did not start with you. This battle has been on. Every, everyone that has believed in Christ has gone through this. We should be men, we should be soldiers. We should be fighters. Oh, hallelujah. We should be ready to go all out for the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Job said, even if he slays me, yet I will trust him. Apostle Paul said, I know whom I believe and I'm persuaded. He's able to keep what I have committed to his trust against that day. Do you also know? Do we also know? Let us shake ourselves. Be more determined to go all the way. Oh, hallelujah. We are just about to cross over. To go all the way for the Lord Jesus. To stand for the king. To serve the king. To live for the king. I am more determined by the grace of almighty God. Who praise the Lord Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Now, what made Caleb so sure of it? When opposition was so great, it is according to what you are looking at. Caleb was looking at the promise of God. The other ten were looking at the circumstances. If you go to look at the circumstance. Or if you go to look at what is around you, you are sure to fail. But you must never look at what is around you. What made Caleb? Because he was looking at the promise. The rest of the people were looking at the opposition. Caleb and Joshua were looking at the promise. He said, let Caleb say, let us go at once. We are well able to take it. We can take it. Why? God said so. God gave the promise. 
Hallelujah. And brothers, God gave us the promise. We are well able to take it. Let's go at once. God said, let's go at once and possess it and fight for it. Because God gave us that promise. And God is faithful to his promise. If you look at the things around you, hey, you can never make it. Because there's a lot of things to distract your attention. He said, don't even look at yourself. Because what were the people say? He said, in our own sight, we were like grasshoppers. Who told you to be looking at yourself? In our own sight, we were like grasshoppers. And that is how we were before then. Who told you? Do you know how somebody is seeing? You can't use somebody. You can't see through somebody's eye. But this is where fear led them to. Instead of them to keep their eyes on the promise of God. Because that's what Caleb was looking at. Hey, listen. If, if you look at today. Look at how many are the Israelites. Israel back there now fighting. How many are they? If you talk, Iran is against them. Iraq is against them. Turkey is against them. All the nations around are against them. Russia is against them. Many nations against them. Yet this small nation, they are not even up to 10 million people. And they are doing exploits. And they are not afraid. And they have determined, say, we are going to fight. And we will fight. And they are ready to fight anybody. They shouldn't even talk about fighting. But there, they know that we are God's people. This is our land. This is our right. God gave us here. And all that they are fighting today is standing on the word of the Lord. They are standing on the word of God. That God gave this land to our fathers. So with our connection with the land has been since the days of Abraham. Our connection has been since the days of Abraham to the land, to the word of God. Abraham, our father. So what are we sitting down for? Israel fighting on the offensive, fighting here and there for the land, for the promise. Church, we got to shake ourselves. Warriors, we got to shake ourselves. Arise and fight. Arise and shine. For God's glory is upon you. The light is upon you. Your light has come. Your word has come. Your message has come. Let's stand and fight. And possess the gate of our enemies. Claim our children. Claim our loved ones. That have been kidnapped. That have been taken captive by the enemy. With all kinds of habits. Drinking and smoking and drugging and whatever. Uh, whatever powers have captured our loved ones. Let's go for them. Let's fight for them. Let's claim them. Let's pray. Let's pray for deliverance. That almighty God will break the powers of Satan. And set our loved ones free. God is able to do that. If only we come to the recognition. If only we come to the realization. He will do it for us. Glory to God. Don't look at the circumstances. He said, well, make Caleb sure when the position was so great. It's according to what you are looking at. Caleb was looking at the promise of God. The other ten were looking at the circumstances. If you go to look at the circumstances, or you look at what is around you, you are sure to fail. But you must never look at what is around you. 
it was Joshua, he stood the people and said, we are more than able to possess it. We are more than able because why? He was looking at the promise. He was a true seed of Abraham. Regardless of what the position was. He said we can possess the gate of the enemy because God promised the land. He promised that we would take it. Hallelujah. God promised the land. God gave us the word. God gave us his promise. We can take the land. Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Oh, what a promise we have been given to. The Bible says we have been given great, exceeding, and precious promises. That by these promises, we become partakers of the divine nature. We have promised. You have a promise. Church, we have a promise. The Bible says we are children of the promise. Ah, help us, Lord, to wake up, brothers, wake up, sisters, to know we are children of the promise. Listen, the woman that came to touch the hem of Jesus' garment, she didn't have any promise. She didn't have no promise. She said to herself, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be fine. And she went, and she was fine. We will have a promise. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes, we were healed. We have a promise. You have a promise. What are you sitting down for? Hallelujah. I know you think I'm crazy, but that's fine. Sometimes somebody has to think that way, but it's okay. I don't care about what you think. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Don't look at the circumstances. He said, listen. The Christian doesn't look at the circumstance. He looks at the word and stands still. God said it. God says so. That settles it. What if Abraham looked at the circumstances? What if Abraham looked at the circumstances? They look at him. He's an old man. The Bible said he, he was dead. Sarah's who was dead. They were well stricken in the, But he didn't look at that because God said it. God said, I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter when. God said, I will do it. And when God said it, God said it. God will never apologize for what he says. God will not take back what he says. So, hold on to that promise. One time when the test was on, when the covenant people had come up out of Egypt, led by the Holy Spirit, Moses, the great leader, and the spies, the great leader, and the spies had went over into the promised land. Ten of them came back, and they said, we cannot take it. They are too great. We are too small. But there was two men, two men, Caleb and Joshua, who had been over there, and they still the people. And Caleb still the people before Moses and said, we are well able to go over and take it because it depends on what you are looking at. Some of them were looking at the obstacles, the great armies, and the great wars, and the great giant size of people. But Caleb was looking 
are the promise. Oh, God, help us. Brothers, like I said, look at Israel today. Like I said, look at how many people have been threatening them. See the size, the multitude, Iran. See their number. See, Israel just a tiny, a tiny, like a rope like this. Small nation. But their strength is God. Oh, God help us. Spiritual Israelites. We are of the royal seed. What are we afraid of? Don't be afraid. He will take us through. Oh, hallelujah. He will see us through. Believe, believe God. Believe Jehovah, not your strength. He said, it's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. The battle is our God's battle. Oh, yes. He will fight for Israel. He will fight for the bride. Let's remember them always in our prayers. Because they were blinded for our sake. God has a promise for them. Nobody can wipe them off. Because there is 144,000 that God has ordained there. That will come to the light. Oh, hallelujah. There are people there that will come in. They will believe the message. Yes, sir. God, in a day, will save Israel. So that is a promise. No nation can wipe them off. The whole world can gather against them. And they will gather against them. They can never. Jehovah will step down. And Jehovah will fight for them. And the Bible said in that day, the weakest shall be as David. And the house of David shall be as the angel of the Lord. Jehovah will fight for them. Oh, because he chose that place, Mount Zion, the city of the great king. Jerusalem, he chose it. Hallelujah. And God has chosen us. Nobody can take us out of here. Nobody, no power. You are here for a purpose. And until God has finished with us, nothing can take us away. Keep your eyes on the promise of God. Don't be looking at yourself. There is nothing in you. Look at the promise. What did the Bible tell us? Greater is he that is in you than the devil that is in the world. The one that is in you, the God you believe. Hallelujah. Oh, I remember one time my father told somebody wanted to kill me. Some juju person or evil person, he wanted to kill me. I said, me? <laughs> Forget. I said, the one I am serving is greater than that one. The God that is in me, he wants to kill me. For what reason? He should not try it. Hallelujah. You give me for what? I'm not scared of that. Hallelujah. Who can touch us? Touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. You must know who you are. We must know what we have been brought here for. Somebody brought me here. Somebody brought you here. Keep your eyes on that promise of God. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. No wonder Caleb. At the age of 85, after they've been in the promised land for 45 years, he came to Joshua. He said, Joshua, give me my mantle. Do you remember what the prophet said about me? When we went and spied the land, you remember how the brothers brought an evil report of the land. But me, I brought an, a reply according to the revelation that I had as it was in my heart. 
And the prophet told me, you will give me this part of the land, Hebron. Give it to me. He said, I'm ready to fight for it. He said, I am ready to fight for it. He said, if God be for me, he will give me the land. He said, my strength to fight today is as 45 years back. I'm still young. I'm still strong. I will fight to claim thy promise. Brother, your promise is waiting for you. Your land is waiting for you. The land has been there. The land, Hebrew, that God gave to Caleb, it was there. Moses gave it to him. But the land was there until one day Caleb came to him and said, oh, this thing was for me. He said, though there were Anakins and there were Jebusites and there were giants there, I don't care. The one who gave the promise, he will see to it. He will stand behind me. Keep your eyes on that promise. Don't be looking at all these things around here. It will put fear in you. If they have kept their eyes on that promise, who are the Anakites? God already told them the Anakites are there. The Amalekites are there. The Jebus. God told them already that these people are there, but I am giving you the land. Go for the land. I gave it to you. I, the creator. I, the owner of the universe. I gave it to you. He has given us great, exceeding, precious promises. He gave it to us. Why are we sitting down like homeless people? Why are we behaving as if we don't have a father? Why are we doing as if our father don't care for us? Why are we doing as our father has traveled somewhere like the bar worshippers? Why are we doing that? Let us make our father proud. Let's make our father happy. Say, that's my children. That's my son. That's yeah. Fight for your land. It's for you. Go possess it. It's for you. Oh, may you you be more determined than ever before. Don't look at the obstacles. Look at the promise. Look at David. When the Israelites were facing Goliath, Paul said, I mean, Saul, the king, he said, "Ah, Goliath has been a man of war from his youth. So what? They were just looking at that man, the size of the man. Look at his shoulders. Look at his fingers. So what? The more they look at those things, the more they were going down. They were wicked. He's coming again. Then they ran away. He's coming. For 40 days, they keep running. He's coming again. He's coming. And they were afraid until a David came. Somebody that has met God at the backside of the desert. Somebody that knows is God. For they that knew their God shall be strong. And they shall do exploits. And David comes there. And he wasn't looking at Goliath. He was looking at the promise. The God that delivered me from the power of the lion and the bear. He will deliver this man to me too. I will kill him. What was he looking at? The promise of God. Don't look at yourself. Thank God for doctors. Thank God for... But don't look at that. I am the Lord that healed all that diseases. I am the way, I am the truth, I am... Look at the promise. That's what Shada, Meshach, and Abednego can say. Our God is able to deliver us. Amen. Even if he doesn't deliver us, we will not bow. Amen. Hold on to that promise. Keep your eyes on that promise. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's waiting, Brother Bram said, he's waiting on the church. To call him. 
He's waiting on you to call him. Call him. He's in the boat. Call him. He's waiting. Stop looking at yourself and just look to him. Ooh. The prophet said, it depends on what you look at. If you look at your affliction, you will never go any further. Are we together? Hey, don't be annoyed with me. Are we together? Respond it. I'm just reading from the prophet. He said, it depends on what you look at. If you look at your affliction, you will never go any further. But if you look at the promise of God, you've got a right to every redemptive blessing that God promised in his word. It's yours. Every redemptive blessing that God promised in his word is yours. Right? The Christian always looks at the unseen things. Every redemptive blessing of God is unseen and is for you. If we are children of Abraham, then we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. For Abraham walked by faith and called those things which were not as though they were because God said so. Joshua, looking at the promise of God, we are more than able to take it. That's right. Praise the name of the Lord. When he came to Jordan, he was looking at the promise. God said, no man shall be able to stand before me all the days of my life. So when he met the angel, the captain of the host, with a sword in his hands, he also drew his sword. Because God said, no man shall be able to stand before me. And God told him, as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. I will not fail you. What a promise. What an assurance. Oh, God, help us. We have to be courageous. God told him to be courageous. Brother, to fight, you have to be courageous. To claim the promises, you have to be courageous. It's not for cowards. It's for courage men. Men and women of courage. And claim it. God says so. You promise it. I'm believing you. I'm holding on. And the God of Abraham, the God of heaven, he's faithful. Hold on to that promise. Keep your eyes on him. Look to Jesus from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. No matter, young people, keep looking unto him. The Holy Ghost is for you. Salvation is for you. Every redemptive blessing is for you. It's for all of our church. All that Jesus died for is for the church. He's still alive. I, I will serve you a dead Jesus. I will serve you a different Jesus. We are not serving you a different Jesus. Let's wake up. We are not serving you. Somebody, somebody was blessed yesterday because they believed and trusted him. What, what about us? What about us? Is it because he loved them more than he loved us? No. He purchased us with the same amount. The same blood. He paid the same money. He gave his life for all of us. 
Oh, Lord, help us. But somebody has to stand before we can see the glory of God. Your men, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and they have to stand. Even at their young age, they say, no, we are not going to, we are not going to eat this, your food. They want to say, no, 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 we are not going to eat it. We want to take some leaves. We want to take some porridge. We want to, just give us this. Oh, no, the king will not be happy. No, you cannot eat this and be strong. Look, he said, eh, forget. Prove us. Try us. We are determined to stay right here. And at the end of the day, they were the best. They stood on that word. They stood on that promise. Keep your eyes on the promise. Don't be looking around. Don't be looking at yourself. Don't be looking at the doctor said this. Don't be looking. Oh, yeah, thank God for doctors. But Brother Branham said, they don't have the final say. The prophet said, the doctor might have done his best. He said, but God is here to do his best. If the doctor came to a point and said, oh, nothing. He said, okay, he has done his best. He said, but God is here to do his best for us. We have, we have sermon books. We have things that God did through all the sermon books for us. Testimonies we read in the sermon books. We listen on the tapes. Oh, hallelujah. People, somebody that came with water head, big. Take rope, tie it. Come back tomorrow. It was over. Eyeballs were created. People in the congregation, they touched the Lord. He said, you've touched the Lord. That fire, that light is right there. They touched the Lord. And they were ministered unto. Oh, church of the living God is here with us. The same angel of the Lord. The same pillar of fire is here with us. Don't rule yourself out. It's here with you. As you receive the word, there is power in the word. He sent forth his word to deliver the people, to set the people free. Oh, keep your eyes on that promise. You can say, pass me not to a gentle savior. Why that or not, let's call it. Do not pass me by. Reach out and touch the Lord. Don't be looking around you. Our God has the final say. Don't look at yourself. If you look at yourself, you'll fail. Israel, they were looking at themselves. Those spies, they were looking at themselves. But those who were looking at the promise, they went through. As I close, let me say this to you, church. One day Jesus was walking on the water. Peter said, Lord, if it is you, let me come. Come. And Peter walked on the water too. He was walking, he was doing very fine until he turned to look this side. When he turned his eyes from Jesus, he began to sink. And sometimes, that's where we are. We turn around. Want to see here, want to see there. They're going down. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on that promise. When he saw the words, woo, ah, he began to scream. But remember, the waves have been tossing up and down since he was walking. They were moving the same. But as he was looking at the Lord, it didn't bother him. Amen. As his eyes was on the, it didn't bother him. Oh, hallelujah. Until he turned to see. And when he turned, he began to sink. 
But he screamed out, said, Lord, save me. And the Lord heard him. Jesus didn't carry him. When Jesus said it, they walked back to the boat. He's here for you. He's here to help us. Keep your eyes on him. You look this way, you look that way. It is now time. You look down to yourself, you look to this one, you look. It's time to keep on him. Look on him. Keep your eyes on him. Hold on to that promise. He will take you through. Whatever there will be challenges. There will be trials. There will be hard times. But keep your eyes on him. Faithful is he who has called us. And he will do it. The Bible says as we run the race, we should look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. May God be with us. May God bless you. Amen. Amen. We'll be praying for Brother Tim as he travels to Connecticut next week and then to West Africa the week after that. We love his ministry. Brother, thank you for coming and ministering to us tonight. Amen. Uh, That's so encouraging. Amen. God's word will never fail. Do you believe it? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, We know this, but we need to keep telling ourselves. We need to remind ourselves about it. We need to write it on the chambers of our heart. We need to encourage one another with those sayings. Amen. I don't care if 10 scouts come back with a bad report. The Bible tells us to think on things that are of good report. Amen. Whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report. Amen. If there be any virtue... If there be any praise, think on these things. Will you do it? Look at the person by you and said, I will turn my eyes upon Jesus in 2024. Amen. Let's, let's stand to our feet. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Let's worship him this evening. Amen. We'll wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glorious And surely the presence 
of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. And surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Can you feel Him? Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. And surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Reach out and touch the Lord as He goes by. You will find He's not too busy to hear your hearts cry. He is passing by this moment your need. Supply, reach out and touch the Lord. He walks by, He is here. Hallelujah, He is here. Amen. He His name again. He is here. Listen closely. Hear Him calling out your name. He is here. You can touch Him. You will never be the same. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for the wonderful service. It's good to be here in the house of the Lord. Let's sing uh, Burn, Burn, Holy Spirit. And you're dismissed this evening. Hope you have a wonderful time. Safe travels home and good fellowship with one another. Amen. Over the over this wonderful word. Burn, burn, Holy Spirit, burn in me, my soul on fire.